This is an ABC podcast. ABC Radio. It's yours. Yours for a trusted source of information. Yours for reliable local news and weather. Yours, rain, hail or shine. ABC Radio. It's time to get out and about in the garden with Rowanna and Sabrina here on ABC Radio Perth and WA. Hopefully Amber will do instead of Rowanna. Yeah, that's – well, you even created the the song. We have to get that done. We have to come in, cut a tune. Yes, The two of us, yes. Yes. And that'll be the promo. Not that we're forgetting Ro, who will always be Uh, with us. Maybe we should just stick with that. In, in memory of her graciousness. <laughs> that sounds like she's dead, doesn't it? She's alive and well and kicking and having a great time. She will be still in bed. From what I'm seeing on yeah. social media. Uh, this is Saturday Breakfast. I'm Amber Cunningham. It is now the Roots and Shoots section of the day. Mm. Sabrina Hahn is definitely in the studio. Your questions are starting to come in. I haven't written you a poem this week. Oh, I thought I'd just sort of. It is a bit disappointing. I started with a limerick. Yes, the limerick was great, and the, the last week was a cracker. I think we could do plenty with that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I don't need to keep reinventing the wheel, do no, I? No, gosh, no. There's no money in it. No, there's <laughs> certainly not in this chair. There isn't. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I think I think you've you started really, really strong. So let's not, you know, let's not tinker too much with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. All that enthusiasm. We'll... <laughs> week four, week four, it's gone. <laughs> oh, and I haven't even said anything about facial hair. I think that's worthy no, of praise. Definitely, we're in the digital space because mm. um, over on analog, there's some. Sports stuff happening, yeah, I believe. Cricket, cricket. Cricket's yeah, on. Which is getting in the way, but we've got some But plants. people can still listen to us, can't they, Amber? They sure can, yeah. right here on the Listen app. Um, yeah. Now, you waved the, uh, some a, documentation. A piece, you, a piece, when yeah, when did you want to discuss that? Well, a bit later on. So bit remember later, right. last week we had that lovely, lovely caller who said that she has lost her tree due She's to about polyphagus. To, yeah. yeah. Um, so... I've done a bit of research on the latest list of the trees that are the host trees for polyphagous shot hole borer, mm. PSHB. We're just going to call it from now on because that sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? PSHB. Yeah. I quite like saying polyphagous shot hole borer. Yeah. I feel slightly cleverer oh, at the end of it. So good. Sometimes it? I hit the G soft though. Polyphagous, polyphagous, oh, never yeah, know. Yeah. Can I tell you though, because like, I'm in this position, I've had a tree removed and I oh, mentioned yes. last week that I had seven box elders. Don't let that think that make you think that I have a huge block. It's just that I overplanted to buggery and these, <laughs> these trees were free. So that in a Ooh. hurry um, 20 years ago because my neighbour had them and ah. they shoot up. Yes, they do. Um, and so that we just bunged them in. So it's one of the smaller ones down in the back of the yard. Um, so how it, how it unfolds when it's, it's deeper, isn't it, when they mm. call you mm. uh, because we're having inspections roughly every mm. three months. Yep. They come and have a look. Uh, so I guess to some degree my heart has been slightly prepared for the inevitability mm. of it and the fact that it just went nuts in South Africa. Um, the phone call you get from Deep Herd is like someone informing you that you've your favourite dog is about to die, which while it is bad, it's not that bad. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I got a little bit and and also the kind of euphemistic language around that was being used in that she kept saying the treatment for the tree. And they Mm. were obviously Mm. going off a script. They know they're dealing with uh, sad news for you, which is all of that is admirable. But I got really tired of hearing the word treatment when Mm. what they meant is murder and rape and pillage my backyard. Removal is what they mean. Removal, yes. Yes, They they really do mean removal. Yeah. And, you know, I've – I know people who have had 90-year-old mulberry trees oh, no. that have had to be removed, <laughs> not treated, but removed. Um, and, you know, just the other day I found some little beetles in the garden and my heart sank because I've got all the host trees. <laughs> you know, I've got a magnificent poinciana tree which shades the entire backyard. If I lost that tree, I would weep. Oh, no. I'd move. I just – and a brachychitin that's 
20 years old, that's seriously magnificent, another host tree. Um, if I lost my big trees, I would have to move house. I would be so heartbroken. So I understand what people are going through. Mm. Um, so what I'm going to do a bit later on is I'm going to go through the host plants and explain what a host plant is as opposed to plants that have had PSHB attack. Um, ah. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a list of deciduous large trees that are not yet affected by the polyphagous beetle. Now, people will not have time to write everything down. So what I am going to do is compile a list this weekend, shoot it to Molly, and then if Molly can put it up on the ABC page. But also people can listen back to it on our podcast. Yes, Rich and Shoot podcast if you miss it. Because let's face it, it's not always just about plants, is it? No, it's about, well, gardens are about life. Gardens are. are lifestyle. Gardens are everything. Yes. Gardeners are like angels of the world. <laughs> to plant a tree that you know you won't live to see yep. reach maturity is well, such I, an I'm act of Well, I'm doing that now Yeah, all the time. I do gorilla gardening around in various <sighs> parks. I shouldn't say that on air. Anyway, no one's listening, so it's okay um, because we need more. <laughs> we need more habitat trees. We need more canopy cover. Someone's calling me Anne's on here. That might mean that someone oh. I know. Uh, we have who? Who do we have on the line here? Joe from Claremont, stand by. Joe, what troubles you in your garden? Hi. Good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Joe. I, I have. I'm curious. Yes. I've got a fig tree that fruits every year and most years I lose the fruit half to the birds and the other half to the fruit fly. This yep. year I'm only sharing it with the birds. There's no ah. fruit fly. Oh. So I'm wondering, is the dry spell got anything to do with the fact that there's no fruit fly around? It could be that. It can also be the fact that the fruit, all different fruits are fruiting and flowering at different times of the year. And I think for the fruit fly, they're, they're sort of going, oh, I don't know if I should go here or go there or, oh, look, those mandarins are fruiting again. They only fruited two months ago. I might go there. So it can be a seasonal or a local thing as well. And it could also be that you and others are actually trapping and baiting fruit flies so the population has dropped. Mm. So it can I'm be... I'm quite happy to share with the birds, but I don't like sharing with no, fruit flies. No, I'm with you 100%, <laughs> Joe. I think they have quite enough to eat. <laughs> so okay, it's, it's hard you. to know. There's, there's lots of different factors that could be involved in that. But, and anyway, celebrate the fact that you don't have them this year. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Joe. Oh, now, morning, Sabrina. We've popped two low-chill plum trees in that we're hoping to espalier. Mm. They are struggling. Based in Hilton and planted on the south side of northern boundary fence, they get sun. There are eucalyptus trees next door, a grevillea tree close by, as well as a lily pilly tree. Soil was cultivated with manure, worm castings, F and V mix. The leaves are browning on the edges and they're being eaten by something. I can't see any small caterpillars, but there are small webs. Have sprayed with a yep. product name, yep. not reg- not regularly, but it didn't seem to do much. Any tips for saving that from cat? Okay, cat. Um, so the eucalyptus tree will be sucking up everything that you put in your garden because that's what eucalyptus trees do. They're very clever at finding water and nutrients that they need. Um, and so will the syzygium, the lily pilly. Um, now, I doubt that it's caterpillars. There are, at this time of the year, there are beetles that are hammering stuff. And also, there is a heap of grasshoppers and crickets around. And they are going bazonkers on uh, everything at the moment because I watch my wattle birds who would probably catch. 30 a day. Wow. And then try and shove this dirty big grasshopper down the gob of one of their babies. 
which is hilarious to watch. So, um, so you've done all the prep work. You've done everything that you can. I would suggest that there's a lot of root competition for them. You may actually have to move them if you can. If not, you're going to have to feed them more and water them more because of the root competition from next door. Crickets and grasshoppers, there's really, you've got an edible, well, it's not edible yet, but you will have. So you don't want to be using really nasty stuff to knock them off. You can use a neem oil-based spray. So I would do that. Sound advice from Sabrina Hahn, the medical doctor of <laughs> plants in Perth. Morning, Ams and Sab. I have asked this around for weeks. No joy. Weird scratchy look to foliage. No critters underleaf. Doesn't rub off on all plants and patches on house house pad, including weeds. Rest of block okay. okay. Claire from Stoneville. Yes, that's a sad looking plant there, isn't it? Um, what is it? Well, it looks more like a virus than anything. It's got mottle. It's mottling. So there's two things. It can be a virus or... Um, and if that's the case, you can't do much about it, but keep the plant as healthy as possible. Or it can be spider mite. So uh, wettable sulphur on the backs of the leaves. Should, should give that a go anyway and see if that improves things. Brilliant. Now, can someone train... <laughs> Daniel's writing with a joke. Can someone train... <laughs> Polyphagus shot hole borer to just. Oh, my mic's not on. Can someone train the polyphagus shot hole borer to just go for Nedlands box trees? <laughs> box trees. Daniel, yes, wouldn't that be great? I tell you what, people would rejoice. I think I don't, it's not Nedlands, but it, I can't remember which council it is. But because everyone hates those Queensland box trees on the front verge so much, because it's really difficult to grow anything underneath them and they're just bloody awful trees. Um, They were offering the residents, if they wanted the tree cut down and replaced, they would do it. And I can't remember if it was, it was thousands of dollars (gasps) to do it and they do it for you. You know, if that was me, I would pay it to get rid of the box tree. Well, we... We got rid of a verge box tree mm-hmm. and with the council's approval, I don't think we'd be able to get that anymore. It's no. a long time ago. No. Those bloody nuts. Oh, under they your feet. pierce your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible children running around St. Leonard's <laughs> Avenue in West Leadable. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> <laughs> nuts on your feet. Okay. Uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, Daniel. I totally agree. Interesting photograph. I have purple red fruit tomato plant that the leaves are turning purple. Is this a deficiency or disease? And how do I fix it? It's genetic. Misty. Okay, Misty. So um, now I don't know if that's a true tomato. It looks like a true tomato. So um, genetically, it's been programmed to have different coloured leaves. I'm wondering if it's a, it looks more like a chilli. It looks looks like it's been victim of the Exxon Valdez oil spill. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I have seen purple-leafed leafed, um, tomatoes and certainly chilies and that whole family, the Solanaceae family. Now, if the leaves are turning purple, it can be something to do with phosphorus, but I shouldn't imagine. You can't get hold of superphosphate in a domestic market now anyway. I think it's just genetic. I don't think it's a mineral deficiency or over, above, or... It's not, it's not a disease and it's not a deficiency. I think it's just its DNA. I'm not an expert. I'm going to weigh in by mm. saying it looks weirdly healthy, doesn't it? It looks, doesn't mm. look sick. Mm. It's just black. It doesn't look sick at all. It has a bit of thrip on it. But, Ooh, um, thrip. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I would like to know. Now, Misty, you have to ring back in a month, uh, two weeks. Give us a ring back in two weeks and do tell us what's happened with your purple-leafed tomato plant. Tomato purpurea. Mm. Uh, 
Jennifer from Northcliffe, could you tell me what these things are on a creeper? I have, I've sprayed it with lime sulfur. Doesn't seem to have done anything. Any help appreciated, Jennifer? What is that? Well, Jennifer, um, I'm not surprised the lime sulfur did any, didn't do anything because it won't because you have got what's called pearl scale. So it's like, you know, when you go down to the beach, Amber, and on the rocks you get the little limpets? Yes. You, yeah, well, it looks they like do. that it looks on like a barnacles. Plant. Yeah, plant barnacles. barnacles on, plant barnacles. There you go. So it's a pearl scale. It's a hard-bodied scale. And underneath its little helmet there will be oh, a couple of hundred eggs. Oh. So they'll all hatch out and then you'll have, well, times 200 more scale. Is this a nail brush and detergent situation? Depends how, I mean, that looks pretty well covered. Ah, so this is what you have to do. You have to spray with a potassium soap or a neem, a neem oil or a botanical oil, any of those three. Leave it for five days. Hit it with a high-pressure hose, respray 10 to 12 days later with the same stuff that you use the first time, potassium, soap, neem or, or botanical oil. Again, hit it with a high-pressure hose. If it is really infested, which it looks like, prune the bilio out of it. And, uh, I know what you were wanting to say there. <laughs> that was a big gap while you tried to think of a proper word. That's exactly right. Sometimes I behave, not often. Uh, prune it right down. If it's really bad, I just rip it out. Yeah, I would mm. too. I'm an expert. Uh, you're listening to Saturday Breakfast Roots and Shoots with Amber Cunningham and Sabrina Hahn. You can call with a question on one three hundred triple two seven twenty. Many of you are texting in, uh, as has Paul from Mullaloo. Good morning. I want to kill my cooch. I thought you were going to say, no, I won't no. go there. Cooch Kuya lawn. I sculpted it down completely with my lawnmower and covered it with black plastic. My question is how long do I need to leave it covered to ensure it's dead? Well, it, with Cooch, probably Never. about 10 years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you're going to have to leave it all the way through summer. So I wouldn't be taking the pla- – in actual fact, clear plastic works better than black plastic, but you've done it anyway. So Kaikuyu, the kaik will die pretty quickly, but you'll find it'll come up a kilometre further down the road. <laughs> um, but honestly, you will have to leave the plastic down until April. That'll wow. look attractive. Oh, it'll be nice and hot and hostile out there. Yeah, and perhaps Malaloo. if you find Sorry, any Paul. PS <laughs> – Polyphagus borer. Shove them under there and cook them as well. Yes. Now. Oh, rainbow. No name on this. I think we have an ornamental pair. I had to dig up and cut some roots to repair the retic. There now seems to be many shoots popping up. Yes, you've disturbed the base, uh, popping up where it was dug up. (laughs) I'm just going to take over the whole show. Can I poison the shoots? Mm. Uh, You can, but you'll also knock off your tree. So it's best that you don't do that because the only thing that's going to kill the suckers is either blackberry tree killer with kerosene or uh, glyphosate, both of which are going to be detrimental to your main tree. Now, all of the pyrus family, the ornamental pear family, they all suck up. Yours is going to suck up fairly badly now. That's the bad news. So you're going to have to keep cutting it off. There you go, manual treatment in that instance. Yes, yes, I'm afraid so. Oh, uh, who's this? JB. My folks have a large pitosporum tree, not hedge, in Dunsborough, and we've noticed several branches have sugar volcanoes and sap dripping. I don't believe the PSHB has been found this far afield, and I'm wondering if it is... Longicorn? Longicorn? Longicorn. Longicorn beetles. Anything we can do to stop them or reduce the stress on the tree? Okay, JB. Um, So the Petosporum tree gets hammered with its own beetle called the... Petosporum. (laughs) Now you've got me going. Petosporum beetle or Petosporum beetle. Uh, Now, the sugar volcanoes uh, won't be caused by the beetle. It can actually be a longicorn that's burrowing in. It can be another beetle that's a borer. 
um, which is okay because the PSHB actually attacks petrosterums as well. In this is in the city, um, so I, I don't believe it's got down to uh, the southwest yet, and hopefully never will. Um, so now with borers, it's very difficult to treat. If you see the beetle, and you will see them because there will be about 300 of them, then spray with a neem oil-based spray. Um, Just make sure the trees are healthy. Put a wetting agent on, give them a bit of compost, give them extra water, a little bit of lovin'. A little bit of lovin'. And JB closes out with death to all box trees, which yep. I think is a sentiment. Yes, I, I've shared by many in uh, Perth. We got into trouble with rats last week. I'm not sure if we can <laughs> talking about death to box trees. But uh, my young toothbrush hakea, this is from Luna. Yes. My young toothbrush hakea, which hasn't flowered yet, has suffered badly from the strong winds we got here in Waruna. It's had sufficient water and the trunk and branches are still looking healthy. Should I help it by pruning some of the dead leaves and or the top? Or is this not advisable in this hot weather? It's likely to drop these leaves eventually and grow new ones or will it, sorry, is it likely or will it suffer from not being able to photosynthesize? It'll still be able to photosynthesize and I know it's hot weather but Luna I would definitely give that a prune so prune back don't take more than a third off it'll be able to cope with it it's not a problem doesn't mind the heat um yeah definitely prune it give it some extra water uh and it 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 should it should recover quite well okay oh hang on Kim 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 from from Bindoon Kim are you there I am. Morning, ladies. Morning. Morning. Aren't you caterpillars? Oh, my goodness, Sabrina. I have got the mongrels. I've got webbing caterpillars all through my acacia saligna postrata, oh, yeah. which is massive. It's along a, like a 30-metre um, limestone wall that, you know, drapes over the wall, mm. um, but it's everywhere. It's, oh. And I... I was a bit slack last year. I didn't. I didn't spray, and now yeah. it's imploded. Is there anything I'm going to be able to do at the moment? Is it going to kill it? Is uh, my first question. Um, okay, so they love saligna. It's one of their yeah. favourite host plants. Um, uh, now, it's, yeah, it's devo. It's be- like yeah. I've, because it's the literally just imploded overnight. Oh, because the caterpillars are inside that webbing, Kim. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to control them. Mm, so the 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 spray that you use, which is the the caterpillar spray, that's yep. the bacteria. The bacteria one. Yeah, yep. I would. I reckon you're going to have to do that every seven days. Yeah. Because the caterpillars eventually emerge out of their lovely little cosy nest. Mm. Um, so I would prune it back for a start, okay? And yeah, I know, well, I've sort of, yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to be hot, but you've got to give it a fighting chance. So prune it back and then spray every seven days with the caterpillar-specific spray. Yep, yep. That's going to be okay. your best hope. Yeah, because so you because it's obviously trailing. Yeah, it's pretty much sort of all against the limestone wall, which is like one point seven meters high. Yeah. So are you saying I really need to like hack it back yep. pretty much to the yep. top of the wall? Yep. Unfortunately, right. now now okay. the th- the great thing about that particular the prostrate saligna, yep. is that it comes back a treat. I've got one on the yes. verge, and I prune, I hammer mine. Um, yes. Yep. So they'll they'll take a good thrashing. Um, okay. And that will help to control the, the webbing caterpillars. Yeah. And so for next season, should I just like do it prophylactically? Yes, like, you know, definitely. Like, I see the first sign yep. of the mongols? Just, Absolutely. Yeah. Gosh, Hit that's them. a big word for Hit them. Saturday breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Kim's on to it. She's keen. as well. <laughs> oh, Preventative okay. it means, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, oh, it's just devo because it looks like yeah, I've just got this little white, this white mass of yeah. white, white mass of webs. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Sam. Okay. Condolences. Condolences. Thank you. Okay. All thanks, right. Kim. Bye, Bye. Bye. Hey. It is that time again. It is Sabrina's musical pick of the week. Pick, pick of the week. <laughs> No, you're gonna dig this. Oh, so here we go now. Are you gonna put that in your microphone? Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, because today. She this can't is, pronounce it. <laughs> well, my French is not so good. Neither's mine. Uh, so I want people to, and it's a shame we haven't got everyone ringing and listening in because they are so going to love where we're heading for this year, 2024, in my song pick. Yeah, and how would you describe the genre? Genre. genre. Um, I would say we're going techno today. But Frenchy. But Frenchy. It's a little group called Bennett. Where Um, did you hear this? Where did you discover this? Because I source music from everywhere and I like really wacko stuff. So I'm just going to give people the heads up that it start, you think, you listen to the beginning of it and you go, oh, this is lovely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when we meet you for the first time. She That's seems right. nice. She's lovely. And then off she goes like a <laughs> frog in a sock. So I'm going to give you the French version. Uh, the title of the song is See On Your Way. But this is what it sounds like. If you were in France and you requested this song, this is what they'd go. They'd go. Vois sur ton chemin. Vois sur ton chemin. Vois sur ton chemin. Vois sur ton chemin. Okay, let's just. There we are. Now, armed with that pronunciation, go off. just had to peel both of us off the ceiling here. <laughs> that was so good. Drop the bass. Yeah, when yeah. that beat kicked in. And what did Molly dis- Molly described it like a young person? What did you say when the when the dub drops? When the dubstep drops. Yeah, yeah, something. yeah. Something like that. <laughs> we were just pumping. We, we were. were pumping. We were raising the roof and we just had some extraordinary breaking news come oh, in. We did. We did. It's very good news. We're going to leak it. Yeah, we're leaking it. Yeah. We are Sabrina Lakes. <laughs> that sounds like not yet. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it's only a matter of time, though, Amber. <laughs> our, our darling friend Dustin Skipworth. Uh, he and his gorgeous wife Erica have been expecting their second child, and that little fella has arrived. His name is Hendrix. So Dusty Ooh. is now a dad to do and to. To two. To two. Well, he, he is has, a dad to do. He'll be doing lots now. Yeah, he will be. Harper and Hendrix. So he will be at home for the next while looking after that brand new baby and Harper and his gorgeous wife. So very good news for the team here at ABC and extraordinary news for Dusty. Congratulations yeah. to Dusty and Erica. Now, a couple of reactions <laughs> to this song. Voices are lovely. The music was horrible. Worst ever. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jane. Yep. Um, Pam says, either French nuns or AI. AI. <laughs> Gosh, that's... Not really sure. But the doof doof does the doof. <laughs> doof doof does my head in. Yeah. Uh, interesting choice, Sabby. A bit like strobe lighting. <laughs> 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 yeah, someone's had a fit in the audience. We should have given a warning. Johnny Frog says, Oh, Johnny! Yes. Oh, Johnny Frog would be going off to Like that. a frog. Yeah, just like a frog. Sue reckons, she said, I love gardeners and your music, Sab. Together we are changing the world <laughs> while many sit on their bums watching sport. Hoorah, Sue. I'm with you 100% on that. Oh, and another Your Choice is Brilliant today. Ah. Um, someone says you may appreciate Hugo Kant's music. Oh. He has an amazing backstory for mm. some other time. Okay. She's writing it I'm down. I'm writing that down. going to listen to Hugo Kant. But it has great head, it's great head music. I don't know what that means. Craigie, Craigie anyway. says, hi, Sap, don't, I don't mind it, but I feel like I'm going through <laughs> through an MRI machine. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. I did that last year and I was using all my radio producer skills to go that because they had awful commercial radio on in the thing and I knew it was 12 oh. minutes. So I was like, that was an ad break. That had to be two minutes. That's a song. That was roughly four minutes. And I was adding up thinking I have oh, got about clever. eight minutes to go. Yeah, I'm pretty clever. I think you'll come to learn that about me, Sadie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's already coming. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the idiocy. Um, I don't like that techno, but it was half decent. So oh, it's cold, the okay, tree cold? water. 
caterer. Oh, and Lisa know. from Adelaide says she loves the beat. Oh. There you go. What about this one? <laughs> <laughs> Skippy, morning again, Skippy. I had to get down from the roof. I thought the backpackers were having a doof party on site. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Should we get back to some gardening? Oh, I mean, why not? I mean, there's gone off though. Yeah, I reckon, well, it's much better than what I thought the reaction would be. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with that. I, yeah, I, I have think, to say. <laughs> Sabrina, it, you're murdering a beautiful language. That's rude. Well, I, no, I actually, that came off my my phone. That wasn't me giving the French version. But if you really want me to murder it, <laughs> it was. Pick <laughs> of the week, if that song doesn't help you kill pesky aphids, declare war on chili thrip or help you cut down those trees <laughs> that drop their prickly nuts, nothing will. <laughs> Rachel in Ellenbrook loved it. And we love oh, you, Rachel. Thank, thank you for you, weighing Rachel. in with such um, yeah. positivity and a beautifully written vote oh, on the song. Oh, I think it's great. It is great. But there'll be more of that in 2024, people. Uh, okay, so we're, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're raising the bar. We're raising the roof. Raising the doing. roof. You know, mm. I should have taken up DJing. <laughs> <laughs> I could see myself in Alternative <laughs> futures. Yep. She just did a um, fat boy slim kind of yep. DJ manoeuvre there with sound effect. Yep. Okay, back to the task at hand. All right, all right. Yes, morning, Sabrina. Yes. We had a Santa Rosa plum with huge suckers and after cutting them off, rubbed with cooking salt. And they've not regrown in the last six to eight years. Huge plums. No need to brag. Huge <laughs> plums this year. Maybe another country remedy. Yeah. I loved the rat cure last week. Okay, Hess. So rub them with cooking salt. Now, that is actually a really good idea. But I would rub the suckers, not to just go around and sprinkle salt everywhere. Oh. Remember when you the thing came through where they sprinkled sugar and it stopped the weeds from coming through? Should I tell, don't remember that. I'll tell that story next week. Um, so salt, of course, for most plants is toxic and that happens and they go, I'm not going to grow anymore. If you mix, if you put the salt on, and then I would suggest you sprinkle a bit of vinegar on as well. Or salad. Yeah. (laughs) I was thinking more of death than creating something to eat. But um, salt, thank you very, very much. So everyone that has suckers, not your teenage children, but coming from a tree, salt. Thank you. Okay. And a bit of vinegar. Mm. Jenny has come in with a gardening question. Overwhelming love for the song, by the way. Thank you. Jenny says, Happy New Year. Two questions in East Freo. One, I have some fairly new grevilleas. The leaves are slightly yellowing. Is this mineral deficiency? Let's deal with that one. Yes, it most definitely is. Now, some of the grevilleas do not like alkaline soil. The grevilleas with the smaller leaves will do better in limestone. You need to get trace elements on that grevillea. There's a foliar trace element spray that you can spray on the leaves or you buy a packet of trace elements, mix it up with water in a watering can and drench the soil. That's one. Two, my lawn, which needs a mow, is also very pale in patches. Had a little groove to Sab's music too. Oh, great. Okay, so lawn is rapidly going, growing now. Now, if it's pale in patches, it can be a fungal disease. It can be where dogs do their little piddles during the day. Or it can be dry patch, which we all know about. (laughs) So. So you need to get a fork. You need to fork Ooh. the patches. <laughs> Stab the patches with a fork. fork with it. This fork with it. Fork around. Uh, the, the lawn will love it. Then you're going to put a wetting agent down. Then you're going to really thoroughly soak it in a lovely wet bath. Uh huh. Fork it. Drench it. Fork it. <laughs> drench it. Love it. It feels like a – gosh, I forgot to look at the time. Or polyphagus. Oh, polyphagus, yes. We can't can't forget this. Okay, so so the PSHB. Let's just call it PS. Yeah. Now, what does it mean when a tree is a host to the polyphagus as opposed to a tree that has had polyphagus in it? Do tell. Do tell. Oh, 
do tell. So the poly, so a host tree means that the polyphagus is using that tree to breed in. Now, for the baby polyphagus, they actually love to feed on a fungus, which is fusarium. So when it's a host tree, you've got heaps and heaps of the polyphagus. But what happens then is you've also got fusarium, which is a fungal disease that goes all the way up the tree and that eventually knocks it off. So on the hit list for the... The, the the most host trees. Box elder. Yep, box elder. Uh, Poinciana. Oh. The coral tree, Morton Bay fig, Port Jackson fig, white mulberry, black mulberry, London plane tree. <gasps> mm. Oh, devastating. Rabinia, which is not so bad. Um, also the trident maple, the beautiful trident maple. Uh, Bangalow palms. And people think I'll put a native in. Mm. No. Banksia littoralis, which is the swamp banksia. Banksia prionotes, which is the one you see all around Perth at the beginning of summer. The orchid tree, the Hong Kong orchid tree, bohinia. The Illawarra flame tree, brachychita nacerifolius. Brugmansia, mm, got one of those too. Casuarina, cunning hammy eye. Uh, two of the casuarinas. Uh, the carob tree, the lime tree, they've been hit. Now, unfortunately, marries and red flowering gums are also big Surely units. Surely for... we cannot take out all of these trees. Like, no. I, I haven't really looked at what happened in South Africa, but mm. I understand there's massive, massive mm. panic based on what happened there. Yep. yep. Are you across that? Yep. What what was it? Agriculture? Like what happened? Well, th- well, that hasn't been truly determined yet, but oh. it's it's certainly uh, what has happened is it's devastated their forests. Oh wow! Well, you can imagine. I mean, we're all already under threat with fire, drop in rainfall, climate change, phytophthora. Anyway, I'm not going to doom and gloom. Erythrina, the coral tree, the common fig. That we love to eat, no. uh, the ash, claret ash tree, liquid ambers. I've got a massive one at the front. Macadamia nut, Melaleuca quinquinervia and raphiophylla, the big swamp paperbark, um, avocado. Oh. Are you depressed enough yet? Wait, yeah, there's more. Uh, now, interesting. Out of the ornamental pears, it's only been found in the Calariana. So Calariana, um, that's the Bradford pear, the Capital pear, Chanticleer and Winter Glow. If you get the other pear trees, they haven't been found in the other ornamental pears. So the Pyrus Winter Glow, the Snow Pear, Korean Sun and the Manchurian Pear, they haven't, been, they haven't found them there yet. The English Oak Ah, the weeping willow, the beautiful spiridium, which is the basket bush, the hibiscus tiliaceous, the cottonwood, um, the Chinese tallow, wisteria. This is too depressing. And zelkova. Now, on the good news, though, (laughs) let's talk about the deciduous trees that haven't actually found to be host for borer. So there's Circus, there's Cassia fistula, the other pyrus, the other ornamental pears that I talked about. Most of the prunus, the only one that they've found polyphagus in so far is the the cherry cherry plum prunus. Buckinghamia, oh that's not that's evergreen. Apple trees, the jacaranda, the walnut tree, all the crepe myrtles seem to be fine. Um, the beautiful Chinese pistachio tree, frangipanis, the, the Hawaiian frangipani, and shyness mole, which is the beautiful old-fashioned pepper tree. Now, I'm going to put all this up on uh, a page, which I'll send to Molly, and she will put it up on where do people find it. Oh, I don't know. We will um, promote it heavily Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Shoot, so they'll the find, yeah, podcast. Roots and Shoots podcast online. So, Page, yeah. um, 
and I feel for every single person that has been told that their tree needs treatment, mm. a.k.a. removal. Yeah. Okay, a euphemism for death. Yep. Let's move on to nicer things. Let's do. Are frangipanis that are flowering that don't have leaves at the same time lacking something or are they a type of frangipani from Joe? Joe, they are the tropical frangipani and when you bring them out of the tropics and bring them down to a colder climate in winter, they will lose their leaves. Um, so... Usually you get leaves and then you get flowers, but it depends on the season and it depends on the variety of frangipani. Nothing to worry about. Okay, there you go. Uh, I need help from Sabrina, please. I'm house-sitting, got my son in cans and I have done something to these two plants. <laughs> oh, let me just um, ump that back over there so I can see the... Oh, dear. Oh, there it is. There. Oh, oh. <laughs> Wowzers, lemon trousers, you are in trouble. <laughs> That's so we're, dead. We're looking at two pot plants. Now, my guess is I think you've overwatered them. Oh, dear. Uh, okay, so the first thing you must do is remove the tray that they're sitting on because, and then put them on little feet or a brick or something that allows the water to drain away. I don't know how much time... <laughs> You've got, Terry, before your son gets back. But, okay, so what I want you is I want you to prune a third off all of them because the dead leaves don't look good anyway. Lift them up, make sure the water drains away. Do not water them for the next three days. Allow them to dry out a bit. And then only water once every three days. And hopefully you have enough time, Terry, to, uh, to do a resurrection. Well, we're going to pray for that plant. It Mm. did not look well. Mm -mm. Uh, Mick, lots of pumpkin vine, heaps of males, no females, plenty of food and water. Please help. Mick in Kalgoorlie. Okay, Mick, uh, what you have to do is you're going to have to rain back the boys. So what you do is you're going to cut those long tendrils that come off. You're going to cut them off by half. So the new growth that comes from that will probably produce female flowers. Okay. Because they're shy. The girls, a bit shy. Just to, you know, the boys want to come out and play. They Chop go, come on, off come is on. what I'm hearing. <laughs> I said it. You did. It's it's getting late in the day. Here we go. I'm surprised to have hung on to this job for four weeks. Quite <laughs> frankly, Sabrina Hart. Now, here's bronze on, bronze on the money. Hello, Francophiles. Ah, that's us. Just, oh, because we are. Just we fatigue. See, I am French. I have three young ornamental pistachios. Two are really struggling to come into leaf this year. Webs are on budding leaves. Ooh. I'm trying to care for them. If they don't die, do you think they'll revive next season? They'll revive this season, Bron. Come on. Be more positive than that. Okay. <laughs> After so the, our misery. Yeah, that's right. Misery. Well, the Chinese pistachio doesn't seem to be affected the by least. the borer and it's a Beautiful treat, slow growing, I have to tell you. So don't, if you're 85, you're not going to get to see it in its full glory. Um, So the webbing on the back is probably spider mite. So you either need to go and collect a whole pile of little spiders to put them on there to eat the spider mite, or you spray with wettable sulphur on the backs of the leaves. Because spiders eat spider mites. Yeah, where do you get your spiders from, though? You just run around the house with a bit of a stick and say... I don't know. If you don't use any pesticides, you will have spiders everywhere in your garden. I have heaps. I don't. And I use my Shrek lollipop where you go around and twiddle a stick and and you just wind it around in the cobweb. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Basically, if I'm doing that, I'm trying to put off another job. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Making a Shrek lollipop. It's so, very so the Chinese pistachio. Okay, so they're, they're slow growing, all right? So uh, spray with wettable sulfur unless you've got spiders there. Um, and then so the leaves are going brown because it has a mineral deficiency. So you need to go and get the foliar, click on, spray on, trace element spray because it's got potassium it's got enzymes it's got all the trace elements and that will help it to recover up the water and up uh, a bag of compost well don't up it down it put a bag of compost around it 
some fertiliser, wetting agent. Just give it some love. <laughs> We've got some bad news from Terry. Oh. She's only got till next Saturday. Oh, Terry. Okay, still prune, lift up the pots. Maybe. Write a note of apology. No, go to. Move to another country. No, go to the nursery and Buy a shut new one. Up. No, d- yeah, do that. <laughs> Buy a new one. You have to get the same one and actually get a little tiny one and push it in so it looks like it's thrown a new shoot. <laughs> oh, cutting. Yeah. That's a great trick. Well done. You know when your kid's goldfish dies and you go and get another one, you just get one that's sort of <laughs> close to the colour. Do you do that? Oh, often. Did oh, it with budgies. There you go. Oh, look, Verge Garden smelly socks. What is oh, that? Oh, yeah, That's the it's name a grevillea. Yeah. Does it smell like socks? Oh, it stinks. Why would you plant it? Oh, it's a beautiful green. <laughs> And the birds love it. Okay, about seven years old, which the bees loved, appears to have died over a couple of weeks. Any idea why? Okay, so they get a fungal disease that's right down at the base of the plant and if they get the wobble up, as as (laughs) I have done. Is that a place in the southwest, wobble up? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's quite often what I get on a Friday afternoon. Oh, okay. so uh, the the fungus gets in and then it's cactus. Like you can't recover. There's nothing you can do. But you can put a bag of compost in, plant another smelly socks or find a less smelly grevillea that the birds will love. Okay. You so, learn something every day. You do, don't you? It's, well, it's I a, do. I don't know. Oh, I like this. Marie said my song pick was a combination of church and disco. She I'm wants country. I see. I don't know much. I don't know much about country music. I need. Roe gave me a cracker, but I can't remember who he was. Oh, look! I tell you what. I've discovered, um, and in such a roundabout way, uh, a, a country singer by the name of Orville Peck. That's not his real name. It's his performance name, oh. and he wears a mask with a great fringe thing on it. Um, and how I discovered this? You're saying you look Orville. everywhere. His name's Orville. Orville. Orville Peck. Mm. Um, on YouTube, I subscribe to certain magazines and yep. publications that promote like houses and interiors. I'm yes. kind of obsessed with decor, right? right. Okay. And it was a tour through Orville Peck's house. And I was <sighs> like, who's he? I've never heard of him. <laughs> and so I went looking and yeah. he's very cool. So Is I he? think I might play that next week. Absolutely. Or, yeah. Definitely. We need we need to go. And I d- don't know <laughs> my my... Version of what jazz sounded like didn't go down too well with the jazz lovers, but I need because I said it's all that. So I need some suggestions for jazz. We'll we'll play Orville Peck. Yes, you have to find it. The Curse of the Blackened Eye was a song of his that. Uh, I'm wondering if I absorbed it into the system. No, this is the gardening segment. This is. This is the garden. Got but so we, distracted. Do, we do play music. We do play music. We do. Now, Pam says, huge red flowering gum over the fence on east side, lots of dead and dying areas, has possibly got the, the PS biters. Mm. <laughs> also suggest Terry Nick out to the nursery and buy a new one. <laughs> yeah, you guys are all very cunning. <laughs> I was just like, leave a note, go, go and see your <laughs> no, priest. I was Catholic. You, you, can, you can hide it. Uh, so, Pam, now the red flowering gum is subject to a fungal disease that is nothing to do with the polyphagus borer. Um, so it's a canker and it's a fungal disease, gets under the bark of the tree and it's knocking off a lot of our red flowering gums around the traps. Uh, so there, there is a, a spray that you can use for um, canker. It's the same stuff that they use for a phytophthora, for dieback. You can inject the tree if it's a big, beautiful red flowering gum. You have to get a tree syringe. You get the same stuff that they use for dieback. You inject the tree down at the base every 10 centimetres around the circumference of the base of the tree um, and just hope it carries on, really. That sounds pretty optimistic and surgical. Mm. Mm, It does. It Uh, does. 
Now, I think this Molly might be lining something up. Suzanne, that's very kind of you, and thank you for sending that through. Um, you know how uncomfortable praise makes me feel, but, mm. you know, it's, it's also sort of quite nice. It, it is very nice, better than being abused like the first week you were on. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I, I don't mind. Bring it on. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't dwell on that. No, we won't dwell on that. We're just um, like if you, oh, not ready yet. We're oh, just not ready yet. Oh, waiting, on waiting, the, ready on the phone. Molly's, waiting. Molly's working hard. She is. She's doing there. a good job over there. She is. Uh, now, oh no. Okay, I, I'm just going to read it out. Julie says, "Can you wish my mum Gloria, who's an avid gardener, happy 92nd birthday? She lives in Tambellup and is listening." Julie's oh. mum. Uh, happy birthday. Shall we sing her Gloria. a little bit of happy birthday? Yeah, can happy we do it in birthday French? Happy no, Let's do it oh, in French. I don't know how to do it. Oh. Can you, did you know how to do it? No, no idea. And I had to sing Mary Had a Little Lamb. In French? Bebe moutonnoir à toute la laine. Oui, monsieur, oui, monsieur. Something, something, something. That's pretty good, though. That's eh? not bad. I've got so, a long way into it. So, Gloria, we've brought you a bit of culture on your 92nd <laughs> birthday. And, Gloria, I hope I am just like you when I'm 92, which is not that far away, really. And tell us what your secret to longevity is. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> don't Driving that a sports anyone. car. Top, top of a sports car. I'm... Oh, we've got a question here. Oh, we're ha- oh okay. okay. Oh, here we go. Stand by. Uh, we have Canella. Canella on the phone. Yes. Hi. Hello. How are you? You've Very got about, well. You've got a minute and a half, so give it thirty seconds yes, on I the know. question. That's why I'm calling. Yes. I texted before just about a lemon tree of my father-in-law's. Yes. And it's got some parts of the branches are a bit swollen, and there's some sap coming out. Oh, Canella. Um, he has well, not him, but the tree has got. Uh, citrus gall wasp, you must cut those swellings out immediately. Okay. It will take over the, your whole tree. Okay. Yeah, and, and there's no so treatment. No treatment. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. All right. So if you cut those swollen bits, is, yes. there, is there a chance to save the tree? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep the rest yeah. of the tree that doesn't have the swollen yeah. bits. Yeah, definitely. Sure. Don't remove the tree. Just make sure no, you remove okay. any of the swellings at all. Yeah. All right. Lovely. I'll okay. Tell you. Thank Thanks, Gunella. So Thanks, Thanks for calling Ganella. in. One last thing, Sabrina. One of the novels I read had a playlist for each chapter, so I listened. Norwegian DJ, Lost Control by Alan Walker, Indigenous Therapy by... by Bujura Korean, Before Today is Over by Hyojin German, Aloha Heja Hey by Achim. Oh, this is getting too hard for me. Some songs to try from Leonie. Leonie, thank you so I'm gonna, much. I'm gonna oh, she's going to take a photo of it. I'm just calling picture, it up there. A picture of that. And In I'll... the meantime, I'm going to say thank you so much for your company today on Saturday Breakfast. I have loved every second of it. I can't believe the pep in my step that I have right now with this new job of mine. Sabrina Hahn is my favourite part of it, the last oh. hour of the day. Um, thanks for joining me. And Sab, we'll be back next week. It's time for the news. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.